Welcome to The Positivity Effect, where paying it forward and doing something positive in someone's life can provide them with the confidence and motivation to do the same for someone else. Like a stone dropped into a lake, let's create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world. And it begins with your host, Dr. Thomas Retcher. Hey, what's going on, guys? Dr. Tom here. You're listening to The Positivity Effect. Man, it feels good to be back. Mm, it, yes, yes. It's been quite some time, guys. And uh, first off, shout out to all of you that listen to this podcast. It means the world to me to see that you guys are, are listening to this show. And I see a lot of you going back and listening to previous episodes. This podcast Although, you know, it's been some time since I've had an opportunity to jump on and record. And that was for a purpose, guys. That wasn't just uh, because I, I forgot about you. Um, I need to take some time to focus on myself, focus on uh, growing my business here and uh, also getting started with my family. No kids yet, but family meeting with my wife. And also sometimes, guys, it's important to not say anything if you feel like there's nothing for you to say in the moment. Um, I had said quite a bit on the podcast and had some amazing guests and there's just some really great content out there. So that's why you know, I applaud you guys for going back and listening to all the previous episodes. But as you know, uh, today is Monday, which I believe it's actually June 1st. Yes. And June 1st, 2020. Well, if you're watching live right now, we're actually recording uh, previous, but if you're listening, it's June 1st. And we are praise, you know, we're in one of the most unprecedented times uh, in this country right now. Also, if you're listening outside of the country, in the world, all everywhere in the world right now, we're faced with a very difficult situation. And by the way, I have a guest on that I will be introducing, guys, in just a moment uh, that I'm really excited about. It's going to be a great episode. We're going to be really bringing a lot of uh, life breathing energy to you guys uh, that I think is going to really help kick off your week. And this will be an episode I think that you're going to want to go back and listen to a bunch of times. But first off, I want to take a moment to just acknowledge and make make a point to bring up everything that uh, we've been faced with this last week um, in the United States. If you live here, you know what's going on. Um, It's been a very difficult, very, very uh, difficult week. So number one, my heart goes out to the Floyd family uh, for, you know, what you guys are going through right now. I think all of America is is here with you guys right now. I think even the, the world is. Uh, I've been seeing in different posts and uh articles and things out on Instagram and social. A lot of people from around the world have this, this story has, has vibrated across the entire world and uh, we hear you and, and we're here with you. And it's, it's a very difficult time. So I, I just want to leave it at that, at that uh, we're listening. And I hope that if this ever reaches your ears, uh, that there's nothing but love and, and positive energy that we're here 
to breathe into you and, and the listeners uh, that are, listen to the show are breathing into you as well as uh, anybody that has lost their lives from the pandemic right now and the families that are affected. It's a very difficult time. And as well as anybody's lives and most, not anybody, all of our lives that have just been completely kind of turned upside down and uprooted and whether, whether you're out of work right now or your business, uh, your is, you know, it's, it's, it's a difficult time. So we're going to leave all that, that, that piece right there, because what we're about to talk about guys is going to bring a lot of positive energy to you. I mean, I'm selfish so much that it's going to, it's, it's going to, I'm, it's all for me guys too. I'm so excited to have my guest on Dr. Elise Tercy. What's going on, Dr. Tercy? Hi, Dr. Tom. I'm so happy that you um, shared that intro with us because I feel like something that is so valuable is the connection right now. I feel like we are all super, super connected and it's really, it's a cool feeling. Um, it's a cool feeling that all of this stuff is happening around us, but we're all in it together. Like, I don't know about how you feel, but it's almost like the first time in our lives we all, the, the playing field is flattened for everybody. And to yes. see so much support from so many people from so many countries for everything, not just the Corona pandemic, but the Floyd family, like it's just incredible. It's incredible. So I do think that listening to, to some of the things we have to share is going to even further reach more people. Absolutely. You know, and just this morning I was, I, I came across something in my, my Facebook feed I forget the town. It was like this small, almost like fisherman type of town, like a really cute little town that's like on the water. I forget what state it was in the country. Small, small town. And there was this young boy, I guess I say young because I know I, I feel like I'm getting old now. <laughs> um, I think he's in high school. He's like 15. And the story was you know, because of the pandemic and him and his, his young sister, she, I think she was like 10 or 11. And they were pointing out how, how the sister follows him around everywhere, everything he's doing. And, and I guess they're starting to realize that they were getting really bored and there just wasn't much to do. And, and I guess not being able to see their friends and their family. So what he started to do was go around and knock on neighbors' doors and ask stories and ask to learn about the neighbors. And he created like a little newspaper for the town. And by the end of the story, I mean, there's not like hundreds of these newspapers going out. I think he's putting out about 30 or 35 uh, circulations every week, but it's all just positive stories about the neighbors and they all get to kind of like learn about each other. And, and it's like at the end of the, uh, the video, they were interviewing a lot of the neighbors and they're like, I never knew, you know, that John was, was this for 20 years. And oh my gosh, I never knew that, that she made quilts, you know, like it was really, <laughs> really amazing way that this kid was bringing together his town. And it's something that they all looked forward to. They, him and his sister would come and deliver it to everybody on a Sunday morning. And uh, the kids, the, his father is the one that was helping them print out the, the, the articles. And I even thought that there was a little bit that, they, that the person doing the video kind of like jumped over really quickly, but I thought was profound. He, they talked about how the father was, as they were printing, he always told his son, well, make sure you always print a few extra uh, because if you're not growing, you're dying. So he was even teaching teaching his son some entrepreneurial lessons, which I thought was really cool. That is cool. Um, it's very good to instill, especially in the young. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of, I don't know if you've been watching, but, or seen any on, online, it kind of reminded me of just like what uh, Steve Krasinski did from the office with the, the some good news network. I, I thought, mm -hmm. I thought that's so awesome. Um, 
And it's great that it's, it's, it's getting picked up by one of the biggest news networks out there, CBS, and that they're going to basically now, there's going to be a channel that's going to actually give us good news <laughs> instead I of this negativity. That, I think we need that. I think that, you know, it's, we wake up and if we put the news on, we get to hear about all the things that are happening. And typically it's just negative and sad, but we need like your channel. We need the positivity effect. We need that stuff so much right now, especially. Yeah. And I think back to my good buddy of mine in the positive, in the podcast world who had made the the intro for the show and I, and I still love it. I still keep it for the show. It's one of the, it's the original um, recording. It part of it was, he said like a stone dropped into the lake, let's create a ripple effect of positivity in our world. And for me, just like thinking of that, it's, it, it couldn't be more true than it is right now, you know, in this moment that we're in. So um, everything that we're doing, you and I, Dr. Tersi, guys, you that you're listening, if you're here listening to this podcast, you are of a different breed, right? You are of that person that wants to be that lighthouse on a hill, so to speak, that's spreading light for others. That's, that's lifting other people up. That's, you know, picking that person up off the, off the ground and dusting them off and saying, let's move forward together. Like that's what we need more of right now. And you don't have to have a podcast like I do. You don't have to have John Krasinski, some good news network, right? Uh, you don't have to have a million followers on Instagram to be able to make a difference. Think about that story we just spoke about of those two kids walking around and, and just lighting up, you know, 30 people in their community. What a great example. Kids, you know, kids are, uh, we all need to have more of a, a childlike, um, you know, mentality at times, because I think we, as we get older, we, we just get so closed off and, and don't want to make change and, and, you know, spread positivity. Cause you know, I, I think over time life just it beats us down. Life is hard. It's very hard, especially right now. So, uh, yeah, it's, let's, let's be that ripple effect guys. Let's do it. And I, I love what you're saying. I think that that's so, I remember when I was younger growing up, I used to think things like, am I the only one that has these thoughts? It was almost like the negative mind can kind of take over. And it was like, why do I think this? Nothing is wrong. Nothing is bad. And I think that you're bringing some light onto by default, I think our brains and our wiring kind of go into the, in adulthood, I should say, not really children, children are opposite, but in adulthood, we kind of go to those ants, those automatic negative thoughts. And then it's almost like regrooving and retraining. How can we get back to that positivity? How can we get back to the good stuff, the happy moments? So we have to practice it. I think that for so long, I, I wouldn't say shamed myself, but I would definitely feel like, why can I not get it? Why do I feel like everyone's walking around and they're happy? But I think it's a natural thing if you're out there listening to this and you're like, but I feel like, oh, all this positivity stuff is so riffraff. No, it's normal. It's normal to feel like you have to almost push yourself and to train yourself into, it's like mind training. Correct. Yeah. And, and you know, guys, what we're going to get into, we're, we're also, we're not saying that like life has to be sunshine and rainbows mm -hmm. we we know that i mean it's not right now you, you know we're we're in a very tough time but what do we have the ability to do right now we have choice we all have choice whether we feel we don't right now we all do and there's certain choices that dr tercy is going to kind of dive into more deep deeply with me choices that we can make on a daily basis 
when it comes to our mindset, when it comes to what we're putting into our ears, right? Hey, you're here listening to the positivity effect. That's a great, this is a great thing. This is what we're here. That's the kind of messages that we're spreading. You know, are you listening to the positivity effect or are you listening to really negative music right now that, Hey, you know, we all like that once in a while. It maybe has a good beat, but is this maybe the best time to be filling your, your, your head and your thoughts with that, right? Are you watching the news constantly? Are you stuck on having that news just running like a reel just over and over and over? You know, that's what they, that's why they make money guys. They, they, they sensationalize everything. And I'm not putting down what we're going through. It, it absolutely is a difficult time, but the news makes money by just turning it over and over and over and getting us to just sit and stare and watch. So, um, you know, they're, they're having choice is it's a, it's a powerful word. And when you start to embrace it, you recognize that you do have more power in you, in your life to, to be the best version of yourself and that we're not always a victim of our circumstances, which it's very easily to, easy to feel that right now. Um, you know, with the current state of affairs. So Dr. Tercy, so functional medicine, holistic medicine, that's your background. Tell us a little bit more about that. Tell us a little bit about why you, your background, why did you get into that in the first place? I know audiology wasn't so much on my radar when you and I were uh, hanging out, you know, riding bikes with our our good friend, Glenn, you know? Um, So life has changed quite a bit. And um, yeah, I'd love to just kind of talk a little bit about, you know, what brought you to this point. I love that. So um, interestingly enough, I wanted to be a surgeon. That was my like end all goal. I was like, I want to do surgery, but life took me in a different path. And I said to myself, if I'm going to support people or help people, I want to do it through the body's natural ability and its natural intelligence to support it. And unfortunately, the world that we live in, I wouldn't say unfortunately, but the conventional medical model, um, it's not a bad model. It's just a model. It is that. And what happens sometimes is that we, we lose track or sight of um, how our body is so interconnected and we lose the, the ability to realize that we, like you mentioned, we have choices. We have the choice to be healthy. We can choose what foods to put in our body. We can choose how we want to um, you know, take on content or take in content, how we want to be consumers of things. And so my kind of involvement in functional medicine or holistic medicine, integrative, it's kind of all the same term, is really just being able to support the person naturally. And, you know, my thought process is that we came into this earth uh, with, with the ability to heal. And if given the right tools and the right support, I really think that that's how we can um, live our lives optimally. So it was either become a surgeon that was a really long route. Or if you're going to be in medicine, do something that's really, really supportive from like a root cause standpoint to help heal, to help regenerate just God-given tools with our body. Absolutely. And, you know, guys, if you are, I know that obviously the podcast, if you're listening on the podcast, it's audio only, but if you're here and you are tuned in and you're actually catching us on the video, I mean, guys, if you look at Dr. Tercy, she is a picture of health and- <laughs> Um, you know, her and I, we, uh, yeah, you know, in life, you kind of go your separate ways sometimes and you're busy. And, and then we, Dr. Tercy and I got a chance to reconnect and just connecting again. And I'm, me seeing you, Elise, it's, you know, you really are a picture of health, just the, the, you, you vibrate energy, you're very positive. And that's a testament to you and the, and the, the hard work that you've put in, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that as humans, we don't realize that, that 
it's not always just this quick fix, right? This thing that we can, whether it's, all right, I'm going to go to the gym one time, or I'm going to go to my doctor and I'm going to take this pill. And that thing that I have is going to go away, mm-hmm. or I'm going to, you know, I, I have some leg pain, so I'm going to do a couple of stretches and hopefully it goes away. It, it's such a deeper, it's so much deeper than that. When we really want to make holistic systemic, really good change from the inside out that when we start to do that and we start to build habits, you look back three months, you look back six months, you look back on a year on your life and you say, wow, you know, all of these things I've been doing are all contributing to me. A, my, my skin is glowing again. I, I feel healthy. I feel like I have more energy. I'm sleeping better. All those things where as opposed to just wanting those things and never actually getting there. Um, myself, working with some of my clients in my new tinnitus program uh, to help people that are, are struggling with ringing in the ears. I like to talk about this analogy that gets used a lot in the, the success and entrepreneurial space about the, the two, you know, the airplane, if it leaves California and it gets to New York, it's on, it's on autopilot, right? So it's it basically the pilot's the only part that the pilot actually, no, I'm not, Hey guys, if you're, if you're a pilot, I'm not putting you down. Um, the part that, cause that's still amazing. I wish I could fly an airplane. You guys are amazing. You know, you're flying something that is bigger than a, a city block. Okay. <laughs> so the part that they do is they take off they t- and they land, but when it's in the air, it's on autopilot. Now, I think in the, in the success space, uh, there, the, the path is that part of it being autopilot is, 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 is viewed as positive. The way I, the spin that I put on it is let's think about our lives. Let's, when we look back and maybe there's some, something that we've been stuck, stuck on and we're on autopilot and we're not making changes and we feel like this, there's something, a vision out in front of us of what we want, this picture of health that we want, or this body that we want, or this relationship that we want, or this business that we want. But we just, it's just that, and we don't know how to reach the vision. And we keep going down, right? We're flying from California to New York, and it's autopilot. We keep hitting the the old destination, the old destination. But what happens if, hey, we take off from California, and now autopilot comes off? And there's a small little change that's made. Small change, smallest degree. It doesn't look like anything. If you had another plane flying next to you and that one was on autopilot, it looks like, looks like you guys are both doing the same thing. You're flying. But because of that small change that you made, that little correction over time, you're no longer going to be in New York, guys. You're going to be way, way, way off in, in, in the place where you want to be. And that's what it really comes down to is making some of those real small changes. And that's, that's what I've been, you know, even you and I have been talking about it too, the program. That's what I've been working with with my clients is just trying to help them make small changes that we're going to compound on over time that they can now take forth with them for the rest of their lives and, and look back and say, holy, holy cow, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in a better place or my, the ringing, it's gone. Where as opposed to what I've noticed in my industry, it, it just gets beat into them that there's no cure that, oh, you can go take some over-the-counter uh, lipoflavonoids that might help reduce the tinnitus. But, you know, if not, maybe go see an audiologist and you can wear some hearing aids and help you. So in your experience, and you know, we, I mean, we could talk for literally days about the ways that you help your clients. 
what are some some things that you just kind of do on your in your life on a daily basis right now that you find that you've built you know strategies that you've built up that have helped you to start to kind of over the time that now right because when you're an expert it it's hard to go to an expert if they're not also living that i i think back to one of my podcast mentors a good good uh virtual mentor of mine sean stevenson of the model health show and he used to talk about when he was uh, in college in his 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 health classes that he had and I, if you guys were actually watching us, I, I did that with, yeah, with air quotes, <laughs> health, right? Like what's your, what are you actually learning? No disrespect to uh, college professors, but the point he was trying to make is that he, here he is in a, in a health class in college and the professor would walk in the classroom, but the professor's belly would walk in first, like not a picture of health. And he's talking about health. So it's so important. And that's what I see, you know, I see with you is that you are living what you're teaching, which is so important. I think that that's exactly it. And I think that people get a little bit overwhelmed sometimes when they have a goal, because it's almost like this attainable thing, but it feels so far away. It's like, but how do I get there? How do I start? And one thing I know, and I'm a huge Tony Robbins fan, for those of you guys that know me, I'm a huge fan analysis by paralysis. That's what he always talks about is don't get yourself so paralyzed because you're trying to figure out all of the steps. You have to chunk it down. So same thing with health. You have to pick something, a small something, like how you're using the example of the plane, like a little tweak, something that's going to set you up. So I would recommend for someone that's out there that's watching, that's like, I really want to dive into my nutrition. I want to fix my hormones. Maybe I've been dealing with hormonal imbalance. Uh, for some females, maybe it's painful periods. For some men, could be a lot of things from aches, pains, headaches, anything digestively. Don't feel like it's this giant thing that's that's causing you to feel so overwhelmed that you don't make a move because that's what happens is that sometimes we don't know where to go or what it actually looks like. So in my life, what it actually looks like is the food part for me is a huge piece of my life and also enzyme therapy. Those are like two of the things that I religiously am kind of going back to because I feel the best with them. And you start slow, like how you're doing uh, your, your program with everybody, the tinnitus program, you're probably not going to give all of your patients everything at once. That's why it's a program. It's it's not, here's your homework, come back and see me when things are gone. No, it's very back and forth. It's let's try this thing and let's see how the body responds. Let's try this and see how the hearing responds. So that's my best recommendation is to chunk it down and don't feel so overwhelmed that you don't move because that's what ends up happening is that we're like, forget this. I don't even know where to start. And especially right now, I mean, I'm sure you, when you have clients that you're meeting with for the first time, let's say, let's say, I, I will use the word right pre COVID. Um, they're saying that, I don't know, how do I even start? And now, now we have this other thing that's like on all of our shoulders. What would you say to everyone, especially in your own mind and your reflections and everything that you've been basically leading your own, your own mind on this new path of, of health and wellness during this very trying and different, different time that we're all living in right now, what would you say to them uh, where there's just so much fear that we're kind of stuck in? There's so much uncertainty. 
So I think that the fear mindset is so normal. I think that I don't, you know, there's a lot of people out there that have different perspectives. And I think that there's a lot of fear shaming that happens where we feel bad about it. Like, oh, don't be fearful. Um, just just keep going. It's like right. just, be positive. Just 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 be positive. Just wake up and just don't put the news on and just keep going about your day. It's very dismissive and it's very mm-hmm. um it almost amplifies it. Like I find that when you dismiss something how you feel, it comes up, it comes up, it comes up. So I think that honoring the fear comes up for us. It's absolutely normal. I think that if you weren't fearful in this time frame, that would be an abnormal kind of response, but I think recognize it. It's almost like emotions and, and they, uh, in personal development, they talk about this, that emotions are going to come and go. You will feel them, but it's almost as if you're looking at them like waves. You're not responding to all of them. You don't have to act on them. You can view them kind of like from a third party distance. So I think that if you're feeling fearful, if you're feeling so um, scared or whatever might come up for you. It's absolutely normal. I think letting yourself have that and saying, I'm not judging this. I'm not judging that I'm feeling fearful. I'm not judging that I'm feeling uncertain or scared, but realizing that this is our low point and we will survive this. We will come out of this. And the fear actually can hurt us so much more than than anything else because our immune systems are so connected. And I know for me, a lot of people are asking me like the number one question of the month, you know, March, April, May, what can I take to boost my immune system? How can I not get the coronavirus? What should I put in my body? And it's kind of like, there's good things to put in your body, but there's also some really good things to put in your mind because fear lowers your immune system by 75% when your blood sugar goes above a certain number, which will happen when we think, Whoa. oh, we're running from a bear. Wait, stop. <laughs> Please repeat that for everybody. Yes. So what happens is that fear actually lowers your immune system by 75% when certain uh, blood values change, like your blood sugar, it goes through the roof. It's almost like the body thinks, oh my gosh, I'm running from a bear. Well, there's no real bears anymore, but those bears are, here comes a virus or here comes my business or here comes the uncertainty of tomorrow. And that is so important because without your immune system, you are predisposed to picking up bacteria, fungus, viruses, and just everything from the environment that we're um, constantly exposed to. How many of us do you think are like on the verge of adrenal fatigue? Just we're our our we're, our, our our adrenaline system is just flaring, and then you know the adrenal glands. Like I'm sure so many of us are just like on the edge and so close because we're constantly putting ourselves in that that fight or flight response. Like you said, there's no more bears, right, guys? There's no more bears. I mean, I don't have the bears by me, but there's the Berenstein bears, but Berenstein or Bernstein? I saw that online once. It was some some conspiracy that it was it's been spelled wrong the whole time. Um, what should it have been spelled like? I don't know. It was like Bernstein. Somebody thought it was and like S T A I N. I thought it was Steen. I thought it was Bernstein. Yeah, Bernstein. Yeah. Um, right. So th- that was there. That part of us as a human is there. It was there for a reason to help us when we were in. In like you said, if it was a tiger chasing us or something that we had to outrun, but that was very far few in between back in the day. How many, many years ago that people were running away from uh, those types of, of 
of uh, fearful events. <laughs> Today, I mean, we're bombarded. We're bombarded because especially with, uh, you know, how plugged in we are to and how news spreads, it, it's just a constant hit mm-hmm. on our systems. Mm-hmm. And to answer your question a little bit more directly, Dr. Tom, how many people are walking around with adrenal gland fatigue? 10 out of 10 people. And I can say that with confidence because I do very extensive blood work and I am looking at the glands and looking at the hormones that the glands are producing, whether it be uh, cortisol, which a lot of people know about the cortisol response, but there's also other hormones as well, vasopressin, antidiuretic hormone, all different types of um cells that are balancing blood sugar and blood pressure. And so 10 out of 10 people. And honestly, every time I get an intake form, people put that, they're like adrenals, question mark. They hear about it. They know about it. They know that they're in that fight or flight mode, but they're not really sure how to kind of get out of that mode. Like how do they shut that down? How do they turn that down? And it's a combination of everything. It's the mindset. It's the food that that you're eating. It's the content that you're consuming. It's what you're listening to. It's really blended. It's chemical, physical, and emotional. Someone may be listening saying, so Dr. Tercy's, if if I go to my doctor and I get my blood work, uh, my annual physical, is that the kind of blood work that you're talking about? Unfortunately, no. So traditional blood work, if you were to go to, I call them all of the ologists, the endocrinologists, the dermatologists, all of the, you know, the specialty doctors. It's not the fault of any system, but it's just what happens is that we piece together the body. So we say, oh, go see your endocrinologist for your thyroid. Go see your gynecologist for your female health concerns. But everything is connected because the adrenal glands are involved in a kind of feedback loop called the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal access. And that's just a fancy word. You guys don't have to know that. It just means the brain is sending- I'm testing you guys on that one. Yeah, right? At the end of this. What was that thing she said? But really, it's about the brain sending signals to both the thyroid, the ovaries, and the adrenal glands. And there's connection there. So if there's someone that's going through so much metabolic stress that they're in fight or flight mode, they're stuck in that sympathetic dominant mode, it will show up. It doesn't show up in conventional blood work. It's a morning test that has to be done between a specific time frame, and it's not routine. That's really why you'd want to work with someone more like myself that does functional medicine because we're looking at the whole body. We're looking at all of the organ systems. How important would you say, you know, once they, because there's a couple of different aspects, a couple of different things that we're, we're looking at here. So when they get that blood work and they learn about, you know, they, they get these panels and they learn about where they are, where, where they are, where they fall, where their body falls on that spectrum. And then now, right, we're going to talk to somebody like yourself that is going to help piece that all together. I know it's, you know, it's kind of, a, it's a vague question because I guess everybody's different. You know, every person that you sit down and you review that, that information with, but what, what are, what is, what is that starting point? What does that starting point look like for that person when, when they are kind of all out of whack? Um, even down to, I wanted to see kind of your thoughts on this. I talk about it a lot, but even the impact that our relationships have on, on all this and right, we could be eating extremely well and, and the, and the foods we're putting in our body are in line with what our body needs, but maybe we're, we're in a toxic, toxic relationship, mm-hmm. or maybe we're in a toxic relationship with our boss or our coworkers or our neighbors, whatever the case may be. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious, you know, what are some of these initial things that pop up? with you when you're working with your clients that are, are these starting points for them? 
That's a great question. So this, because it's so common to have adrenal gland fatigue and to feel low energy and to be like, you know, be, be feeling like we're running on empty, a really great start place is to look at kind of what you're saying is look at the factors in your life. And I would say do an inventory, kind of look at where you're saying, I feel the worst in these environments, whether that be at work, you might say every time I go to work, uh, you know, there's this, this person or this thing that crops up. And obviously we can't quit jobs and move and just like pretend. Well, we're, it we're all working at home right now. <laughs> we kind of are. We kind of can be a little bit distant with that through uh, different, you know, Zoom and whatnot. But I think really taking a really good inventory and to be truthful, really looking at it with honesty, no sugarcoating what it might be, because we have this concept in our brain called cognitive dissonance, which is really where we have a thought and then we have an opposing thought. So the thought could be, well, I really feel super rundown when I'm in the office and maybe the environment has mold, toxic mold in it, or maybe I'm in a space that has no lights and no windows. I work in a basement and there's been water damage, whatever the environment might be you might want to look to say, okay, these are factors that are affecting me versus saying, well, it's not that bad and I have a job or you know what, it's not that serious. So we do that thing where we have these two thoughts. Well, I really don't like that and it's really not serving me, but we talk ourselves out of it. So I would get really honest, like brutally honest about what's not serving you, whether that's chemical, physical, or emotional. And I share that with my patients. I'm like, let's talk about what's not working. Like as an absolute, this isn't working. This is making me sick. This is keeping me up at night. This is affecting my adrenals. The thing about adrenal glands in particular, they follow a time clock. So at specific hours of the day, they spew their hormones. And so most notably between two o'clock in the afternoon to four o'clock in the afternoon, I always say that Dunkin' Donuts capitalizes on adrenal fatigue because they're like, come get your coffee between two to four. It's a dollar or whatever they're charging. Um, and then also two o'clock to four o'clock in the morning because of the way the hormones work, they synthesize products based on a time clock. So if you're not sleeping because you're so upset about your job or your boss or uh, a spouse that you're with that is not you know, it's not a great relationship, it's toxic, whatever it might be. The ringing in your ears. Yep. Ringing in your ears. If you're not sleeping because you have uh, ringing in your ears or, or you can't hear, whatever might be going on, it's affecting your quality of life. It's affecting your sleep. And that is tying into all of it. So my first thing is always sleep. Are you sleeping? Because if not, you're not recovering. You're not repairing tissue. Your immune system is really highly functioning during the sleep cycle. And if the cycle isn't uh, appropriated with the, the way we should be kind of entering it, it can create so much distress and damage. So I would say, if you're listening to this and you're feeling like, where do I start? Chunk it down, take massive action and really look at your inventory of what is not working. Prioritize it. I think it's really important too. You know, that's such a great point is, is getting it out there whether it's it's journaling it, well, probably that's a great way to do it, or or, yeah. you're, or you're recording yourself in a in a voice memo and then writing it down. But more than ever, too, which I I want to hear your thoughts on is, I mean, we always have to get the people on board that we live with. That's important, especially if um and and I talk about this with my clients. If it's like it comes down to sleep, and there's uh a decision that has to be made, for example, to maybe take the TV out of the bedroom so that 
you're not, your brain is not kept up at night before you go to sleep and you're not drowning your, your body and your eyes with that blue light that comes from the TV that actually keeps your body awake. Um, that's, that's, that's something if you're with, if you're living with somebody or, or you have a partner, there's that's decision that has to be discussed. And especially right now, there's just so much fear and uncertainty with what we're, we're dealing with. I think it's, it's, it's very difficult right now. I think people are finding to make positive changes in their lives. Um, you know, I even, I catch myself too, you know, at times, uh, I'm not perfect guys. Um, it, it is, it is def- definitely difficult when you don't, when your routine has been just kind of gone and thrown out the window. And, and now, now what we're, I write what we're saying, everything we're saying here is all very positive, but we get it guys. Like it's, t- it's tough. It's, it's not easy to go and make, make a change when you feel like there's like, like look, number one, you can't go out, you can't be social. Um, you, you know, you're being told that, um, it's a different story whether or not we can or not right now. I mean, that's that's yet to be seen. Well, kind of where we are and and in terms of of how this virus is still affecting us all. Um, another point, though, I think something that's frustrating me, Elise, is is that is the fear again, and how it's affecting people, especially for example, people that I see in public. Um, I was actually I was out hiking on the North Shore. Uh, last week with my family. Um, I forget the uh, Huntington. What's that park? Um, do you know the name? Yes. Yes. Beautiful park. Yeah. And it's, it's very open. There's a lot of space, very easy to socially distance. And it, and I'm not, when I'm saying this, the, 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 when I'm making this point, I'm not putting down the families or the people that are doing this. What I'm putting down is the fear that's being fed into their minds. That's leading them to do this. You know, you have entire families that are walking together. There's no other strangers around them. And they're just, they're covered. They have face masks on out, out in nature. And, you know, now, now you're, you're out, you're, you're exercising. You got this mask on, you know, you're hyperventilating. You're not breathing properly. Your, your kids might be also getting this lesson that we're, we're living in fear. You know, I, I saw just recently, uh, they're showing that the schools that are opening back up in, I believe Arizona and they're showing like this like classroom with like plastic, like, like tapes from floor to ceiling separating the kids desks. Like the kids are sitting like, like on bubbles of, on one side or another. And it's just like that. Is that the answer? Is that what we want to teach this next generation? No, that's not the answer. It's very scary. You know, and it's like, what do we believe? What do we believe? And that's where I think, um, it's so important to just be making sure that you're reaching out to, to doctors like, like Dr. Tercy, right. That it wants to help someone understand themselves from the inside out so that regardless of what disease is out there, your body is there and ready and and willing to be able to handle it by wearing masks guys right now all the time, even though our, our officials and the government is telling us to, it's almost, it could, it could possibly, and again, I'm not saying yes or no, but it's possible that it could be weakening our immune system because we're now, we're not allowing ourselves to be out in nature and, and different things that bacteria, things that are supposed to be, you know, affecting us that we're, 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 there's a lot of bacteria that we have inside of our bodies guys. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. 
you know, a lot of messages. I hope I, this, like a message like this one that needs to get out there because um, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm getting frustrated with the kind of messages that are being fed to the general populace that doesn't necessarily understand how these certain decisions are affecting them yet. Yeah. And, and long-term how it's affecting their family and generally generationally how it's going to be affecting us all. I think that that's very true. And I think that a lot of people are confused um, about getting the coronavirus in particular. So a lot of people are, are thinking, I don't want to get it. I don't want to get it. I don't want to get it, but we're all going to get it based on the way we populate and share space with each other. And it's not so much about getting it. It's more about, are you healthy enough to get an infection and not feel the effects of it. Because something that can happen um, is that we don't even know all of the viral loads that are out there. So we, we, you know, this was a new virus and actually I think it was here longer before, much longer before we actually knew it was present. But the point of the story is it doesn't matter if it's coronavirus or SARS or the herpes virus, whether it's, you know, simplex one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, whatever one it is, we are always bombarded by infection. And that infection can be bacterial nature. That infection can be viral load. That infection can mean I ate some sushi that had parasites and now I have parasites in me. So we're like bombarded from so many different elements. And so it's not really about this one virus. It's so much bigger than this virus. It's about how do you get your arsenal up? It's almost like a house. Imagine that you have your house and that's your fort. And are you ready for, I don't know, do you have a fence up? Do you have stuff to protect you? God forbid. It's kind of that same concept as, are you prepped? Are you ready? Do you have a good, healthy immune system? Are you doing the right things? Because let's just say it's not the coronavirus. Fast forward four years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, three months from now, there's another infection. Annually, we get something, whether it's influenza one, SARS, uh, COVID is a form of SARS, whatever we get, we just have to know, and I think that that's part of it too. And I always say this to my myself, actually I say this to myself, that I really find that the cure for anxiety is action. The cure for anxiety is action. So if we feel anxious, if we feel fearful, if we feel uncertain, if we're worried, take action. What does that mean? Do something to support you to be the better version. Maybe have a green juice, maybe get a wheatgrass shot, um, Something, do something, even if it's something small, because those small changes add up to huge effects long-term. Right. You know, looking at the food landscape that's in your kitchen, is it, is it riddled with processed food choices? Right. Are we, look, and we've all been there. I you know we've all played that that uh you know late night netflix binge where we got our hand in a bag of something right uh, popcorn's my choice <laughs> popcorn is is her choice yes and in the moment it's great guys and especially you know there's so much um that we obviously we don't have time to get into today of of how these foods are affecting your brain chemistry and how we've gotten to the point where there's this ha these habits built in that we're eating negative types of foods. But, um, you know, just the fact that they're there, you know, maybe just taking inventory guys of what you have in your house and maybe clearing it out. Sometimes just removing it from, from the environment, you're going to start making better choices. Um, and this, that translates to 
every aspect that we're talking about when we're saying wholeness, right? That translates to the relationships. You know, maybe there's a, a person in your life and it's not, I'm not just saying spouse. It could be a friend, a coworker, something that you just need to distance yourself from. And maybe you always, you, you always just hung around because you felt, oh, that's a friend I've always been with or, um, you know, but the, the type of energy that that put, put person is putting out, it's not serving you. Again, maybe it's that old rock band that you love since high school that, you know, you love the tunes, but it's just singing about the same old breakup that, you know, you're reminding yourself of from 15 years ago. But, you know, the music still feels good, but you're just putting that thought back in your head about these really terrible feelings that you had 15 years ago, as another example. Or uh, watching a really negative movie, you know, right before bedtime. (laughs) Um, There's... What we're saying here, guys, is we're not talking about just like putting on a tinfoil hat and living in a hut somewhere and like throwing away Netflix and never eating a chocolate bar again. That's not the point. It's it's just doing certain things that, like Dr. Tersey said, you stack them in your favor and you get enough, you get enough wins, right, on the positive side so that, you know, you can live life. You can still do some stuff, but your health is up here, your health and your wellness and, and your wholeness of who you are as a human being is up here, right? Getting your spirit right too, guys, your spirit, your, your spirituality, uh, whether you believe in God or you don't, or you just believe in higher power and energy, it doesn't matter, whatever you believe in, reconnecting with that. Um, that's, that's so important right now, especially right now with times of uncertainty, breathing, yoga, all these things. There's so many things that we can do on a daily basis because we have choice and it's so easy to choose not to do them. And what you'll start to notice is if you make those harder choices now and build habits and not like, you know, some of these experts, they say, Oh, 21 days to a new habit. (laughs) Um, It's definitely longer than that, at least in my own experience. So um, making sure that you're building these habits long-term, finding somebody that can be an accountability partner for you, finding the right doctor that's for you, right? Finding somebody like Dr. Tercy that, that as you can hear it in her voice, guys, she wants to make sure that you as a person is put back together as a whole, not just looking at these little individual parts that might be broken down. That's so key. That's so important. And not even, not, not only just your doctor, you know, a friend, a family member that, that is going to hold you accountable. Um, right. We always, I always like to talk about, I don't know if I've actually mentioned on the positivity effect, but I always think about that poem, at least the, the man in the mirror poem. I don't think which, I know that one. Yeah. Which uh, actually, maybe I'll read it to you guys next, next episode, but it's just basically, you know, at the end of the day, all the decisions, the things you do, let's be, let's be honest guys. Um, when we really get brutally, brutally, brutally honest, this, my next statement is going to sound really negative for a second. So just come, just stick with me, okay? No one really cares. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is even if you have the best friends in the world, the, the, the greatest spouse that's there and supporting you, the greatest doctor, Dr. Tercy, Dr. Retcher, we, we love you. We love working Dr. with you. We like the Dr. T's. Dr. T's, yes. Um, Dr. Tercy. <laughs> That's right. But at the end of the day, the only person that's holding you accountable is that man in the mirror. That's you looking back at yourself. 
that really cares, that really cares about the, all the decisions that you made, right? The, the choices that you made when no one's looking, that comes down to you. And the more that you start to recognize that and the more that you make those positive choices that are going to lead you towards a path of health and wellness, that you, you start to notice that your life just gets more colorful. Life gets more vibrant. The things that you look at become more vibrant. Your relationships become more vibrant. You feel more vibrant and life starts to feel just, it feels good. It feels good to be alive. And, um, you know, if you're in that place right now where you're experiencing the complete, you know, opposite spectrum of that, um, it's just very important to to keep filling yourself with these types of messages, reaching out to somebody like Dr. Tercy that's going to help guide you on that path and get you started and, and get you understanding what you need to do, the the you know, the the daily types of things that you need to do that we we don't know these things. Society didn't teach us these things, unfortunately. You know, I think back to my childhood, I had my hand in a box of cinnamon toast crunch playing video games shout out to cinnamon toast crunch but <laughs> they're still around they're still around right you know you, you can have a box of cinnamon toast crunch that will probably if you had it sealed it'll probably last you for 20 years with all those preservatives but um you know it's 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 wholeness guys we're not talking about just food you know as as you heard from dr tercy there's there's a lot of aspects here and i love that what you said about just just getting it all out there right now and what better time right now. I know not, I say better. I don't mean, obviously, you know, we're, we're in a difficult time guys, but we all have a lot of time. We do. If you're honest with yourselves, we have more time on our hands right now. So use that time wisely so that you can come out of the situation like a slingshot, you know, with real positive uh, momentum. Love that. And I think that's very true. There's so many of my friends that I I'm checking in with and just family members. And it's like, there's two two sets of people. There's the people that are really doing the work and they have time. And for them, they're like, I really needed the time. And now I'm able to kind of capitalize on that and do the things I've been wanting to, or we're kind of falling to the wayside and feeling, feeling like we're not doing what we know we can be doing. And we're not showing up as our highest self. Um, and in terms of the diet piece, I just want to make a comment on that because I think that people have this preconceived notion. When we talk about nutrition counseling, I do work very intimately with nutrition um, clinical nutrition therapy in particular, people have this notion that food has to be like chicken and broccoli five times a day. <laughs> and that is so not true. Just grilled chicken with no flavor and like plain string beans. Mustard and vegetables. That is so false. So <laughs> you said the chocolate bar, Dr. Tom, I was thinking I have so many recommendations that I could give to you that are healthy chocolates um, or recipes. So nutrition, it's so awesome because now you can find swaps for everything. You can get a uh, crunch. What was the name of the cereal? Um, Captain, what was it? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You can get something by a brand called Catalina Crunch. It's a um, kind of ketogenic cereal. There's so many swaps out there that you're like, okay, I have this. To give you that tactile. The crunch. Yeah. Like that, that tactile texture. People sometimes are like, I miss biting into a sandwich, like that smushy flavor, or I miss the crunch. You can do so much with your nutrition. And there again, don't at, don't paralysis by analysis. Don't overthink, oh, I got to be eating broccoli and steamed vegetables. So many ways to do it now. There's so many great strategies. All right. So Dr. Teresa, we talked, you know, we spoke about a lot. 
and there's a lot of different paths that the listeners could go down to get started. What would be your kind of your parting words of wisdom here uh, for for someone that is listening and feeling as they're listening to like mm, you know they're getting they're getting those twinges in their mind as they're listening. I'm not I'm not where I want to be. I'm not on the path. Which guys, by the way, we we're all we're all on that path. Uh, you know, it's it's just uh, you just got to get back on the road. So yeah, what would be that you know kind of final parting word that you'd kind of let everybody run with I would say that don't walk with this guys run with it I would say prioritize yourself and invest in yourself invest in yourself and make it a make it a commitment to yourself to do one thing a day not 10,000 things one thing a day that's going to get you to that goal think of that goal the goal is just a goal it's just a goal like that's that's just what it is a goal that comes to fruition and to life is because of the execution whether that be in your business or your relationships your dating life um your your health and wellness element your hearing whatever might it whatever it might be think of one step one small thing that you know pick your worst thing like really be honest say okay I know that I do this thing and I know it's not good for me. Like I can't spin it any other way. Hands down. It's not a good thing. Pick that thing and prioritize that and start there because I think what happens, it's like momentum that when you feel really like, wow, I did that thing. Like I came out, I said I was going to do it. I did it. You actually build. Feels good to win. It feels so good. And you almost like reconnect with yourself. Sometimes a lot of people fall off the wagon because they don't trust themselves. They've broken trust with themselves because they say, tomorrow I'll start. Tomorrow I'll do that. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. No trust. Yes. There's no trust. They, they're like, yeah, I know I'm going to tell myself that again. Follow through, but don't make it something that feels so like... Think about like, and I always use this as, as an example, think about a house and furnishing a house. You're not going to go out and fill all of the rooms and the bedrooms and the basement with furniture and the patio. You're going to buy one thing. You're going to buy your outdoor patio set. You're going to buy your kitchen table and you're going to build. And then at the end of it, you're going to look around and say, oh my gosh, I have so much amazing stuff in here. How did I do that? You did it because that one thing that you chose to focus on got completed and it led you to the next thing. So pick your poison, if you will, be honest about what it is and prioritize that as your number one strategy. Of course, I'm here to support you for all of the listeners or viewers. It's always a complimentary consultation. If you want to set something up and you're not sure if it's the right fit, if you're not ready for it, you can definitely get on my schedule. I do Zoom, I do telemedicine and just see if there's a way I could support you. Because I think Tom, you mentioned a really great factor, accountability. It's huge. I hold myself accountable to someone else. I have someone that does my nutrition as well. I have someone that I check in with. So it's really just about being accountable. Awesome. Awesome. And I'll, guys, I'll leave you with you with this, with kind of uh, piggybacking on what she just said. You know, at least I had texted you, you know, uh, right before our call, I was uh, a little bit behind schedule and that was for a very particular reason. Um, You know, my, my momentum this morning was a little off myself and, uh, I've had some this past week, guys, my own something outside of the positivity effect, my own business. There's been some really difficult business decisions I've been kind of working through. And the more you get stuck in those thoughts, guys, you know, we're all, we're not immune to it. You get, you know, you get the thought pattern and it puts you in a, in a place or a state of mind that you don't want to be in or um, right. Tony Robbins talks about this, always being in these better states. And I want to be in a, in a really beautiful state for you when we got on the show so that we can really be here showing up for you guys. Uh, to give you a really good message. So what I chose to do today 
is uh, I just kind of like completely like cleaned up my office space, um, moved a lot of stuff out, like put it into a closet and I'm choosing to kind of like, basically it's all in a box now. And I'm going to choose to basically every single day, like take something out, make that decision is do I need to throw this out or do I need to put it some, you know, store it and then get rid of it. And now like right before I left, I sorted my office space is clean. It's clear. There's nothing like under the desk everywhere. And just that little win really helped get me back to where I needed to be um, to, sh- to show up for you guys today. So sometimes that's all, that's all it is. It's just those little small wins. I think when we say win, you can easily, you can feel like that sometimes. Like I'm not a winner. Yes, you are. Right. Did you brush your teeth today? You're winning. You're winning. I could tell you these days I've forgotten to do that. And I, I wasn't winning. Right. <laughs> did you, did you brush your teeth? Did you journal? Did you read a little bit? You know, um, did you drink water? Did you drink, get enough water intake in today? This, whatever you can, you can make those wins in your mind. And like Dr. Tercy said, you start adding up these small things, right? It doesn't have to be this massive thing where you're going to go out and start running 10 miles t- today. It's start doing these little wins. And then all of a sudden, now you're gaining back that trust yeah. with yourself that you may yeah. have broken, which guys, we've all broken trust with ourselves. So let's be honest. And it's okay. You know, that's a play, you know, but recognizing it and then starting to tackle it is where you want to be. Where can everybody find you, Dr. Tercy? Everywhere. Facebook. Everywhere. <laughs> All over YouTube now. So to find me, Dr. Elise Tercy, uh, website, drtercy.com, Instagram, Dr. Elise Tercy. It's just all the same same name, Dr. Elise Tercy on all platforms. Beautiful thing. Well, guys, um, this is, I, I think this is going to be one of the most listened to episodes of The Positivity Effect. I can't wait for you to hear it. If you are a fan of the show, remember, I haven't put out an episode in a while. So if you're here listening, I love you guys so much. It means the world to me that that this show has stayed its ground and you found so much value in all the different episodes and the different guests that I've had on in the past. Um, but we're back and we're going to be really bringing really some great content, some amazing guests like Dr. Tercy. So number one, guys, I'm never going to be advertising on this show. There's going to be different ways that I will be rolling out for you guys to support the show, but I will never be advertising, okay? I'm only going to be bringing in pure, just raw energy for myself and, and from the guests and friends that I, that I have. So with that, look, I'm, like I said, I'm not advertising the show. If you get some sort of value out of it, you know, share, share it. Tell a friend, hey, I heard this great episode on the positivity effect. You know, you might have a family member that doesn't listen to podcasts. Share it, right? If you're still here, I guess we're about 50 plus minutes in and you're still listening. That means that, you know, this resonates with you. So help us be that, you know, that positive uh, light in this world. Help us create that ripple effect of positivity. Um, And number two, hey guys, leave us that review. Number two, leave the review. All right. Those reviews really help. Number one, it helps the show grow organically. And also it means the world to me because just, uh, yeah, I'm human too. And sometimes I have my bad days and, seeing how this show impacts your life really helps refuel me and wants helps me come back with more energy to really bring you guys the best of the best so that this this is a source for you uh in those times when you're when you're struggling so dr teresi it's been i love it that's it that's all we have to say I think. that's all we have to say so we're going to sign off now guys have a great week have a happy great monday week. and we'll uh we'll talk to you soon